All right, we're here. We're here. Um, so, uh, I, as I told you before this episode started, uh, I, I started a new job. Mm-hmm. And suffice to say that uh, shenanigans has has begun. Shenanigans has begun, and it's only been day two. So, I, so, so, so the thing I want to pose to you today is, it is because I told you right that right. it's it's basically the office. <laughs> so, what type of like which like episode of the office or which shenanigans happens that you want me to basically instigate happening? Mm, see, see, I, we can't say where we are at, but like a prank war would be tremendous. Like if you uh, pick out your uh, Dwight whoever that is in the office and you just decide to go demon time <laughs> that, that can work so what you're saying is uh have one of the guys basically do a uh, identity theft <laughs> identity theft is a serious crime actually yeah i actually i know exactly who to do it to and exactly who to have in per- have be the gym of the group perfect but next thing is who from the office cast do you think i embody <sighs> dang chaos personified um man oh man see i don't think you are steve carell's character i feel like at heart you're a jim but you're not as act proactively evil as jim you're right you're right <laughs> i as i said i'm i'm evil when it's it benefits me but uh <laughs> well, i just want to cause chaos and want to have entertainment he right. just goes out of his way to do it uh and then i think for you you may be a mm, mm, that's, i don't know you i i was gonna say andy but then <laughs> but then i was like mm, mm. May, maybe a little bit of stanley in there i'm definitely i feel stan in my soul I was like, you definitely got some Stanley vibes. Hatred for humanity, especially after last week. Don't even remind me. But (laughs) uh, all right. So as of today, we got ourselves not the rogue Jedi, but I am Jim. And then instead of the fallen Shinigami, we got Stanley for today. (laughs) Yes. And also, I'm also called Demetrius. And I'm apparently called Demetrius as well. MHMH presents the Blurred City podcast. All right. So this is another OVA episode, essentially a bonus. Originally, this was kind of going to be our final episode of season two. Uh, but next week is the Super Mario Brothers uh, movie. So we just kind of wanted to give you that extra special dash of it. Uh, give our last, you know, movie review of season two before we decide what we want to do next moving forward. One thing that I keep missing to do that I always wanted to do. Shout out to whoever is our Singapore listeners. Or whoever has the Singapore VPN. Because <laughs> uh, y'all are definitely been rocking with us since day one and Woo-hoo! every week. So I, I definitely appreciate that and all our other international listeners. So that's something I definitely wanted to do. Yeah, my mom did text me and call me after my rant last week. <laughs> <laughs> we will keep that conversation to, between us. So with that, let's hit you with the legal Spiegel. Oh man, we're gonna have to talk about that later. But uh, the purpose of this podcast is to explore digital and print media. All sources we reference are owned by their respective companies, and our thoughts and opinions are strictly our own and reflect no biases or corporate agendas whatsoever. Your discretion is advised. All right. So with 
what's coming up now we're kind of in the transition phase of a lot of different shows movies um we're about to hit peak movie season april into may uh anime switching up but it doesn't really drop until like next week next week so i have a few things that's what what's hot but meets i heard you got something big down the pipeline so what's hot All right, so I'm pretty sure you all saw the announcements and you knew we were going to have to talk about it at some point. Uh, the fact that E3 is canceled this it's, year. It's dead. It, yeah, it's canceled this year. They hope that it'll come back next year, which I'm just like, nah, it ain't a good look for y'all because think about this. Do you, okay, so 2020, it didn't happen because obviously right 2021 it didn't happen again and then 2022 it got canceled again this is the th fourth year in a row that e3 doesn't happen and in fact of the matter is like with this this year was pretty huge because of the fact that sony backed out mm -hmm. microsoft backed out nintendo backed out that was the big one D with those three gone you're just like Oh yeah, there there's no point. I I don't forgot the name of the people that E3 were working with. Uh but in that case, but either way, right? Uh it it just shows that we I think we're at a at a point where E3 is obsolete because of the fact like remember, E3 you could just literally just do a Oh yeah, that's right. 2021 was a virtual uh E3. But yeah, just going to E3, going, like, seeing all the major announcements. This is stuff that you can get in, like, as I said, through YouTube, through any of your, through the internet in all ways, shapes, or forms. So, like, yeah. hey, this is, this is a new era, folks, of no, of no more E3. And, oh, my God. Yeah, E3 was definitely, it was, like, the game, it was the Comic-Con of, like, the okay. official Comic-Con of gaming, like, biggest announcements and everything but like literally everybody can do their own announcements like you mentioned the youtube like the buddha like imagine if e3 dropped budokai tenkaichi news but like that got dropped on its own like uh streaming or like event and stuff like that so yeah that that sucks yeah so yeah and that's that's kind of like the main thing i wanted to bring up because i was like bro bro we are in a new era and mm -hmm. And as I said, the future's not looking good for E3 because if if how I'm thinking it's gonna go is that each major studio is gonna have like their own little mini, you know, like mini E3 yes. or mini event. So, you know, Sony gonna have theirs, Microsoft gonna have theirs, Nintendo gonna have theirs. I feel sorry for those like Konami and like right. Sega, all the smaller and indie companies, because like Bro, that was your platform to go like, on it. Like, didn't have PlayStation have like a state of play or something like that for them? Yes. So, yes, they yeah. did. Uh, sheesh. But but yeah, that that was the main news I wanted to uh wanted to get firstly get off the chest before I tackle into the the normally the normalcy. So now back into our regular scheduled program. All right, mm -hmm. so let's talk about it. Uh, anime scene. You you got uh Tokyo Revengers right after this last episode yeah that, that that was tokyo revengers i was kind of down on this season because of how you messed it up for me but 
Um, <laughs> definitely that last episode was like, yeah, but oh, it, yeah. it was good. It's good. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. And then, as you know, Blue Lock is finished for now. Peak, Peak. Lock. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, Blue wait, Lock. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, if they have a movie and like you saw like sometimes in like season one where like the animation like really dropped the fact that it was so popular uh, again, watch season one of Demon Slayer and then watch season two of Demon Slayer. The animation is so different. Blue lock animation with that budget go crazy. (laughs) I can't take it. Oh, no. And and then also we're in a few short weeks away from Demon Slayer coming back, as you mentioned. Yep. Uh, the, 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 the Demon Boys is about to be here. We're going to have sell some blickies that are about to come out. Uh, and then also in terms of the anime scene, we also got. Uh, oh, yeah. The One Piece, they, they finally coming back from their hiatus. That's you know, fair. they had to, uh, you know, they had to take a break, recharge, relive a little. Uh, and then we're going into and now transitioning into the other stuff. Of course, in Star Wars, the Bad Batch, they finished season two on a bruh. Just- I, I'm three episodes behind, but I know like where I picked up at. <clears throat> it's been really good. So I'm almost there. I, I ain't going to say no more. Uh, let's just say that finale, though, for season two, mm. you going to feel something. And then and then we got our got our, our boy Mando. Season three, tightening yes, up. Yes, sir. Got our queen, Queen Bo-Katan. I I, I pledge my service. I serve. <laughs> yes, I serve. <laughs> this is the way. And this is the way. <laughs> this is the way I serve. Oh wait, hold on. Combine those two. That'd be crazy. And the, and then also another thing that a few of us, well, a few people in my clique that we're watching, we're watching Love Is Blind. And as I mentioned before, and as as the Afropuff Samurai mentioned before, <laughs> this is the era of villains. They dropped three new episodes yesterday at the time of the rec- at this recording. So on that Friday, just more <laughs> villain shenanigans. Have I, your thoughts on Arena changed? No. <laughs> as a matter of fact, it might have it might have gotten worse. No. But no, no, no. But here's the thing. There's another guy. Oh no! Might be up there with her. Is it not Kwame? It's not actually. He's like he's barely a number two. No, there's one guy who we mentioned. Like he was like in the beginning episodes and caused some drama. He comes back in one episode and immediately elevates my hatred to to near arena levels. <laughs> Do you realize how bad that is? That's that's not great. Like you get like maybe two episodes to yourself, disappear without leaving a mark on me at all, and then the instant you come back, I immediately hate you. Yes. yes. Oh boy, we're heated this episode. I love it. Oh no, no, no. Now I'm okay. Now I'm in my feels, but uh, we we're gonna keep we're gonna keep moving on. We're gonna keep moving on. Uh, but but yeah, that's that's just some of the things I had. Up in the pilot, of course, you know Jedi Survivor, Hogwarts Legacy going going dummy. Uh, I almost fully conquered the world, so uh, I love it. I love it. So yeah. So what what you got? What you got? All right. So one movie that I want to see. I don't know if I want to see it directly when it comes out, but Dungeons of Dragons: Honor Amongst Thieves drops. I heard like it has a lot of good scores. I'm not gonna focus on the box office. That ain't got nothing to do with me. 
Um, it has a really fun cast looking like, so that's definitely something that I, I kind of want to check out at some point. Uh, it, it looks like one of those movies where if I'm in a theater by myself, I would like have an absolute blast. Uh, Murder Mystery on Netflix, number two came out, Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston, uh, part two. Uh, first one was really funny. I really enjoyed it. Next week, Super Mar- well, by the time you're hearing this podcast, Super Mario Brothers should drop that Wednesday because of the Good Friday news um and then in the fun part gwyneth paltrow won her trial we <laughs> the blurred city has been very active in keeping watch on that so she has one dollars in remunerations <laughs> <laughs> so with that all right and also speaking of trials we we, we won't touch on one that's coming up oh whoa 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 whoa, whoa. <laughs> that's a different podcast Let's just say I, I smiled a lot last week. So um, with this, this is the Saturday after WrestleMania. <laughs> so Saturday after WrestleMania, WrestleMania already dropped. Night one, not two. Night two, that's something that definitely hyped. Uh, Final four in women in college basketball, as long as well as men's. So let's just say Caitlin Clark is her. And then something that I, I also want to touch on. Um, remember Nets, the classified school survival guy? Yes, and how I need an adult version. With that, they have a podcast, the OG3. Yes, they have a podcast right now They because they're going through each episode of the series, and right now they're on episode seven of it. I don't need that. I need an adult, <laughs> Nancy classified adulting. We did get uh, like that question about like uh, things, like did you try it off of, like romantically speaking from like TV shows, but like in terms of life in middle school, I definitely copied Nancy Classified for a lot of different things. You and me both. You and me both. I need one for adulting. I need one for romance. I need one for because uh, <laughs> taxes. <laughs> and don't even get me started on taxes. IRS, you still ain't going to find me. <laughs> Blurred City does not want smoke with the IRS. Let me just tell you that. Um, the only competent bureaucracy in America. So uh, with that, we are getting into uh, get it off your chest. One that you have been scared of, but um, I don't know why. Well, I guess because you're going to do it <laughs> again. I what is this? Get it off your chest. I'm scared. I don't know what's happening. He just said, "Yeah, you're going to do this. Get it off your chest." And I was like, "Wait, I have nothing to talk about. Nothing to get off my chest. What? What do you have for me?" So with season one, I think you only mentioned something like one time it wasn't really big. But in season two, you have won it forever smoke with a certain fan base, even though uh, Blurred City is open to all. There's one fan base that you despise among all the op below and above, below all <laughs> furries. I have <laughs> the, the, the level of vehemency that you have for furries is caught me off guard every chance you had to like throw shots at them you've taken it um i wanted to like at some point in the season just give you the floor to do it and since this is just a random episode this is your opportunity so i'm going to step back i'm going to mute myself and i'm not going to say anything until you finish so go ahead <laughs> oh, you should not have done that, sir. I was gonna keep my mouth quiet. I was gonna say my piece. I was gonna like let them live. I was gonna let them make it. I was gonna let them make it. You know, I just throw jabs and let them make it. But nah, you decided to 
Oh, you decided to ruin their day, not mine. So let's talk about it, right? Let's talk about the the furdom, because you guys are the pinnacle of what's wrong with nerd culture, right? Because you guys give the rest of us a bad rap. Like you, th- like okay. First of all, it starts with like there are levels to the furriness, right? I say level one is the bronies. You you know who you are. The My Little Pony stands. If you are over the age of 18 and you still rocking with My Little Ponies, bring that here, boy. I want all the smoke with you because y'all is weird. Bro, that is like one step below. Oh, no, I was about to say something crazy. I was about to say something. Not get us canceled. Oh, no, no. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So I'm going to tighten up. I'm going to tighten up. I'm going to tighten up. I'm not going to get us canceled yet. All right. So, but then the next step after that, right, are these folks who, okay, you can watch those like B stars. Like, I don't have a problem with like B stars because, you know, I rock with my boy Sonic, right? I, 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 you know, Sonic is neat. Sonic is cool. He cool peoples. But then y'all just want to take it one step further. Um, right? Because you furries, you know, you're going to start trying to act like an animal? Mm? Mm? Oh, 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 y'all quiet now. Oh, y'all quiet now. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, y'all going to start acting like the animals. Next, you're going to start wanting to have a, uh, a romantic relationship with said animal. Somebody call PETA. Somebody call PETA and, and get your mans. Get them. And then if I find out Peter or furries as well, then uh, we going to war. We are going to war. A one-man war between Peter and me, and I'm going to win because I am him. Uh, and then the fursuits. Oh, yeah. I'm about to talk about y'all's fursuits. The cringe. The cringe. The way y'all walk and talk. Y'all, ooh-woo. The the oohs, I'm like, nah. These coming from grown men. These coming from men. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes y'all even just doing half, like half anthropomorphic animals. Like y'all get the tails, y'all get the claws, y'all get the ears. No, that ain't it, chief. Now I ain't dogging on y'all completely, but when y'all try to proclaim that y'all are the best fandom, y'all is not. Okay, I. <laughs> That's there's a reason it's on site with all of y'all because because of the fact that okay at the end of the day right you guys are like a a part of the nerd community whether I want y'all to or not and you know the saying that a bad apple spoils the entire bunch and it's through y'all y'all's attitudes y'all uh y'all sexual preferences I'm leaving it at that because I ain't trying to get this podcast canceled again. Um, but let's just say that in y'all's community, and I have seen it, there's a certain uh four four fives who are in the in the community, and I'm just leaving it at that. Uh and and typically they 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 kind of start off like in on the wrong path, and then and the way y'all go about it, I'm just like, bro, see. And you see, I'm not, and at the end of the day, like, and it's because of that that y'all are inciting violence. Y'all are inciting violence in me, but I'm not going to do anything to y'all. I'm just going to say my piece and then just just leave it at that. 
because I'm just like, no. And, and I, at least I'm not like one of those guys who, cause I know about the tragedy that happened where you guys, like there was a convention and then somebody put like, I, I forgot what type of gas in the AC to where some of y'all were getting sick. Like that is completely messed up. And, and on, and I'm being dead serious about this. Like if you guys do that to a community, like you, you deserve jail time. Uh, no if ands, or buts about that. And I would never incite violence against y'all because again, like obviously these are jokes, but, and I will only say stuff and I'll only like, uh, just verbally attack y'all. Uh, but, but at the end of the day, like, and I'm still going to say this again, like the cringe on y'all is, is, is out of pocket. Uh, you guys are like one step below all of the uh, uh all, all the people who give the anime fans uh, a bad name. We're talking, we're talking to you, body pillows. We're talking to you, uh, rent a girlfriends and and all that jazz. But uh, but but yeah, I, I'm 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 done. I said my piece. I'm I'm a quick keep quiet for right now before I get on a whole spiel about the about the the weird weebs in the community. <laughs> That's what a four four five is. Do you want to know? <laughs> I don't think so. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. When you said that the brownies are one step below, I I know what you're talking about. <laughs> what they're below. My little brony, my little brony. Please get out of my face. Oh man, I, I'm I'm in tears with that. That was. I'm gl- I'm glad you got that off your chest. You feel you feel better now. No. <laughs> no, I'm not because the smoke is still there. Uh, oh. Mikey from Internet Series, I love you, dog, and I'm gonna see you at DreamCon. But um, and and we gonna hang out, you know. But uh, I hope you just, dress like like Gosey, just for you. But bro, I'm I'm gonna need you to do better. I'm gonna need you to do better. Uh, Aaron, Aaron from Internet Series, I'm gonna need you to tighten up on him. <laughs> I know you've been tightening up on him for. For all the time y'all known each other, but but this is one of those times y'all you really need to tighten up. Um, I'm a no as again I'm I'm a roll with y'all like when y'all down here. So hey, oh. it is what it is. Oh well, yes, villain art continues. Rogue Jedi, Super Saiyan Sith over here. So let's keep it going. So as we're gonna do a really fun make your case. It's been a while since we do it. Usually it's about fandom, what we kind of prefer, things that we think are the best, the worst, the hardest, and stuff like that. But this one is actually a real court case. So like I mentioned last week, DC, The Rock, essentially they're throwing him under the bus for the destruction of the Shazam Black Adam universe and just like his meddling behind the scenes and different things like that. Uh, So with that, we are going to take two sides of the coin. One of us is going to defend The Rock, and the other is going to prosecute him, as with DC. We don't know which side we're going to do yet. We are doing a live coin flip on the air. So just before we start, one thing, I might be in trouble because I'm going up against a future lawyer. So (laughs) So let's let's get it. All right. So I'm going to flip this coin, and I want you to call heads or tails. Okay, which one is which? Uh, let's say heads is DC, tails is the rock. Yes, you want heads? All right. So unfortunately, you getting uh tails, my guy. Uh, all right. So I'm defending the rock. Yes, you are. Lord have mercy, because I'm on the opposite side, but I can do it. All right. So we are here in the trial of DC versus Dwayne the Rock Johnson for the crime of 
ruining the DC Shazam universe via executive meddling and through all types of chicanery behind the scenes. First, can I say, uh, are you you're really one of those people that catch the coin and flip it after it lands? Yes. <laughs> That's insane. That's destroying fate. Nah, because because if it's fate, then it's still going <laughs> to land exactly where it needs to go. And also, also, I got to rock with the boy, with the boy Harvey Dent. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. All right, let's get it. Okay, so would you like to give your opening statement? First, since you're the prosecutor, you have to bring up the case. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so essentially what has been going on is the fact that the Rock has been trying his best to make make it seem like he is the uh like the forerunner of the new DC universe with his Shazam. I mean, not Shazam, Black Adam, if you will. And with that, there have been a lot of people who, especially like behind the scenes, like folks like James Gunn and Gal Gadot and even Henry Cavill, who who has basically stated right that Dwayne the Rock Johnson he he kind of overstepping if you will and and the fact like he keeps wanting to push like hey Black Adam gonna be the face of DC and you're just like bro chill so so in other words cooler heads are 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 not prevailing and he wants to essentially like take over even though James Gunn has a plan for the DC verse all right. So you say that The Rock, he meddles, he became a leader behind the scenes. Um, so with that, when DC, when Black Adam was created, DC had no idea what its future was. So with that, we just got out of the Zack Snyder cut that was begged for for the longest time after three year, three plus years of fans kind of wanting to get, go along. No one knew what the future of DC was going ahead it. The last movie that came out, I believe, was The Suicide Squad, um, the new one with James Gunn. But DC was still in the decision-making process of what they wanted to do next. So The Rock, being the star that he is, decided to step up. Um, there are still questions about whether who the Superman was going to be. Was Ben Affleck coming back as Batman? A lot of influx. So The Rock decided to be the leader and star that he is be the center of DC. But that is kind of just, you know, a speculation, I would say. He he wanted to be the star that he is and push his star power to help DC grow. That's all that my client really wanted to do. Mm, mm. Okay, so we can agree that DC, at the time when the Black Adam was, you know, was being made, that, that the DC verse was in flux. Okay, it was like everything was not exactly going as planned, but really, right, as soon as we added James Gunn to the team, as soon as he basically say, like, all right, I actually do have a plan and it's not going to involve Black Adam or Shazam, at least or at least anybody from the previous DCEU. At that point, The Rock should, right? He should have like taken that at face value. He's like, all right, that was a bit of an okay, that was a bit of an L, but we can bounce back. Like, all right, just wanna 
like hopefully like move forward hey you got like you got like fast and furious movies my guy uh even though like hobbs and shaw did like too well like you could easily like make sequels off of that um and but unfortunately that's apparently not what happened right okay so we have shazam 2 fury of the gods underwhelming in the box office right but he like the fact is that the rock vetoed the post credit scene like he didn't want that to happen because he wanted to be the forerunner of that but remember at the time that shazam was made james gunn was already on board so or at least he was just getting there so the movie was basically 99 percent done and in order to not basically pull a bat girl we we gonna release this movie kind of be like the last one before before uh ezra chokes someone out miller uh ezra the problematic millers the flash basically resets everything so essentially dwayne the rock johnson tried basically overstepped his bounds and and to be clear and i just wanted this to be perfectly clear he it isn't entirely his fault for the failings of dc i want to get that out of the way because i don't want any words to be misconstrued he had issues but you know what i'm gonna say that for 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 the next point all right i'm glad you mentioned fast and furious and hobson shaw so fast and furious kicked off as a pure racing um street racing expediture if you will when the rock first got introduced and in, i would say fast five that's when the franchise itself took off to another level when people really when it became a box office attraction to go and not just a kind of indie thing so five and six there were uh issues behind the scenes but using his star power he launched that to a next phase where it was able to now subsist as itself as it comes to an end and then with Hobbs and Shaw again that did do very well um great chemistry with him and uh, Decker Shaw, if you will, and they can have multiple mm-hmm. movies moving forward with that. Um, and also, just like you mentioned, the failings of DC and timing. So Black Adam, <clears throat> Black Adam, along with Shazam, both got, I believe, pushed back. Shazam was supposed to drop last year, but then got pushed back till after James Gunn got hired. So the movie was essentially done outside of filming and stuff like that. So when Black Adam ended, then like a week, a month later, I would say, that's when James Gunn got introduced as the leader of DC. And then right after that, uh, about another month later, he cut my legs out from underneath my client twice. So one, releasing the entire 2025 schedule of the first phase of the new DCU, and then also announcing that Henry Cavill won't be back as Superman. So my client had the right idea putting Henry Cavill back in the spotlight. And I do recall the prosecution was one of the ones in the theater shouting and clapping at that reveal. So with that, uh, he did have the right idea. And then with that being cut out from under him, he has had his movie undermined. Mm, mm, okay. Okay. Very interesting points. Interest, interesting uh, statements that have been made. Correct. All right. So I just want to basically talk, uh, you know, let's talk a little bit about, about Shazam too. Right. Basically he like Dwayne, the rock Johnson, he had his hands in that movie. 
like he had his hands in it. Okay. Vetoing several ideas that could have connected it better to the wider world. Right. You know, seeing the return of the justice society in the movie, heck having Shazam show up in black Adam. It's almost as if he, he wanted some kind of control as a bit of a control freak. And DC at that point was, again, like, is in the midst of fluctuations in leadership, if you will. And, but the problem is, right, is that if you try to take control without having a detailed plan, and when I mean detailed, I mean detailed and not just, you know, get the, like, not just, okay, we're taking this like one step at a time. Like, think about it. in today's market, most movies, or at least mo- very large amount of successful movies, are interconnected and part of a universe. Let's take the distinguished competition over at Marvel, for example. Kevin Feige and John Favreau the Don, uh, they both, right? They both established their they both had a set plan. A set plan to for their universe and they knew exactly how to start it and where it was going to end. Sure. There may be like slight variances and like just and like release schedules because that's often going to happen due to, you know, executive meddling, but they had an exact plan. However, Dwayne, the rock Johnson, at least in part, didn't seem that he had that complete plan. Like, how are you going to basically, address like the top dogs over at the like who's going to be the top villain or like who's going to basically like what's the reason for these movies to be interconnected other than the fact that like all right these characters just happen to be in the same verse or like all these movies are basically standalone apart from like a couple cameos here and there like there really needs to be like something more concrete out there in order to connect movies together. And it seemed like in part that while uh that while Dwayne the Rock Johnson he he wanted to have that control, he wanted to essentially proclaim that like all right, I like hey, I want these movies to stay and I want these to to work. At the end of the day, you're not the executives. You're not the head. You're not the you're not the 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 HMIC. You are just a you are an actor, an acclaimed actor, really popular actor, former former wrestler, and you're and of course you do have some clout to your name, but I think you did at the end of the day overstep in your overstep your role and your boundaries, especially in regards to like future planning. And for my closing arguments, I would say that, yes, potentially overstep, but there are limits because DC itself um, was operating as if multiple universes exist within one universe. So um, something he wanted to do, reading off of the success of, say, a Venom, where the side villain is getting his own story arc and his own universe surrounded around that. But with not having control, uh, the connection to it, uh, Shazam is kind of iffy, say, like a Venom with a Spider-Man. So with that, him wanting to build his own universe, he is going a separate direction, if you will. 
uh, handcuffed as you can say. But with that, I I do say that he was on the right track. Uh, the movie was initially well received, and then box office numbers started to kind of skew that. And again, the different things that cut from under it, thus dropping the ratings of the movies and overall reception. All right. And for my closing arguments, I do want to state that uh, at the end of the day, again, like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you you may be passionate about this project. You may have had a like maybe a clear goal for your character or maybe like the supporting cast. But at the end of the day, it's like you can voice your opinion to the executives. You may have a like even if you have like maybe a small plan for your verse and you want to implement that. At the end of the day, it's not your choice. It's not like your ultimate decision to just go ahead and do it. It is the it is the executives, it's the director, it's the writers. And and you and you are and while you are acclaimed as an actor, you're not in those executive positions. So so you overstepped your boundaries there. And because of overstepping said boundaries, it led to basically a movie tanking to another movie basically tanking and and essentially like now you're in hot water with dc because of that and while james gunn did say that like hey we want black we may want black and we may want to do something with it it may not be you as black adam it may be somebody else completely the same thing with henry cavill like the same thing with Henry Cavill. Like you may have had like Henry in there, but because of essentially like your final actions and trying to overstep, you basically got him caught up in your shenanigans as well, which led to him not only getting you know getting booted as Superman again, but also don't forget about The Witcher. He basically lost his chance at The Witcher. Because you wanted him back as Superman, not knowing what the plans would be, and you just went with it anyways. So you basically threatened the livelihood of a of a good man, a very good man. And and that's my closing arguments. In that in this case of DC versus uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, we I prosecute Dwayne the Rock Johnson for his chicanery, for his actions, for his reckless attitude, for his uh, for the way he basically. Try to manipulate, try to overstep his boundaries in the industry, and even though he should know better, and that uh, at the end of the day, it's not really his choice. All right, and for that, <clears throat> the people can we'll let the people decide how they feel about that. Personally, I'm kind of with you, where it's like, well, one, I think it's just like the incompetence of DC throughout the entire DC EU um, kind of led to this, where he it even led to the position of we don't know what's next. Uh, and allowing someone to be in that position. But I also think like his meddling handicapped his own movie and then cut the legs out from under Shazam. Because again, I don't, you know, comic book people that see these movies are nerds. Mm-hmm. Shazam is his number one op. He should have been like promoting it. And the fact that you literally got your powers from the same wizard, you can't just be like, oh, Shazam doesn't exist, in my opinion. So definitely he hurt that in that perspective. But I do think DC itself, hopefully. Now that it has direction, can avoid that. Absolutely, absolutely. It was a very tumultuous situation, and and man's did not make it better. Yeah. So we'll we'll trust in you, James Gunn and Peter Safran. So for the next portion, um, just with this again being a random episode, 
I have it as random ruminations. We're going to bring two things to the top, two topics that it could literally be anything that we want to discuss, have a brief combo on before we get to uh, our big discussion. Uh, so do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Actually, can you go first? Because I, I literally just made your case <laughs> and, and kind of kind of forerun that one. So I need a little second. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, so one thing that I want to see moving forward is I want to say, see studios take real risk when it comes to storytelling. Um, with that being being more specific, like the Oscars literally said a lot about like how the fa- well, obviously, like the fans don't really vote on the Oscars, but like the reception to a lot of it so like everything everywhere all at once literally like bodied the oscars but it's also one of the few movies that like won an award at the oscars where i feel like a lot of people actually like the movie and actually saw the movie and can discuss it and like had things to pull away like there's so much from that movie where i'm just like wow this is like a real life lesson and then also a movie that i've talked about before was rrr which is a Tollywood movie. And with both of those movies, um, they're not like the premise of the movie isn't new or like original, I would say. Like with uh everything everywhere all at once, it's a multiverse movie. Um, and like even if you just like combine time travel with multiverse, it's like okay, you can be in any timeline, any place you want to, and you realize at the end of it, the most important thing is like your loved ones. And then with RRR, it being like uh, two people on the opposite sides of the law, they both have motivations, they're friends, they have to like butt head to head, just like save from spoilers and stuff like that. Both of those concepts aren't original. Again, there's nothing really new under the sun, but the way those were told were so unique, like so creative. Um, Literally like, again, our first ever podcast uh, that we recorded on Patreon is Multiverse of Madness. And I had seen everything everywhere all at once before Multiverse of Madness. And I was like, it really doesn't compare like in terms of like a multiverse movie where it's like that Doctor Strange was kind of like a letdown comparatively. Um, so it's like storytelling, like A24 is my favorite studio. Um, like even with next month that we kind of talked about before the podcast, Bo is Afraid. It's from the director of Hereditary and Midsommar, where it kind of really like those movies left me messed up. And I think the director has like a personal vendetta against me. <laughs> um, so with that, and then like even say a John Wick, right? So like it's connected to a multi-universe thing, but let's look at it how it started. Okay, it's like a person is getting revenge for a dog. And then in um like we've seen revenge stories where like person he retires he has to come back for revenge he kills people but then you go to like okay it's not just a dog there's this assassin society with the continental that gets teased then in part two it's like okay i have a marker okay here's this lore if you if you have a marker you have to like respond to it oh it's not just like oh a marker there's a high table then in like part three okay you see okay he used to be part of a family he had someone that had a marker and the lore keeps building upon itself and then you get part four where it's like okay marquis du gramont uh here's the different rules here's like that we talked about where it's like okay you can do a duel to get off the high tables like that side so i, I really want to see people take risk and like even with a cocaine bear which we both left i think it's like showing that like and the box office numbers of like recent superhero movies along with reception people want to see the new risk but the one thing i will say is that for every one cocaine bear there are 20 sharknados so 
Oh boy, yeah, yeah. That's actually like a really great point when it comes to risks, because uh, like it's it's one of those problems that like I've kind of uh, I basically like talked about a bunch of times that like originality and like original stuff is is dying. It's it's very much dying over in Hollywood because because they're mostly like profit uh oriented. Yeah, and because of that, you will essentially like see them do uh like essentially do either the same movie over and over or do like what's safe and what will get them like all right what won't just like let us break even will make us profit even if it's a low profit it's a profit nonetheless and and like if you see, see like creative stuff right the creative stuff that does come out you just go like mm. and if like no studio has like no faith in it that typically is a bad sign um, uh, prize the biggest example, uh, that I'm surprised you didn't mention, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that wasn't it, Chief. It, it it wasn't. It wasn't. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie. But uh, so yeah, like there's an aspect where like yeah, you do have to be creative in like I want there to have them take more because like even though like. It wasn't it, and it was kind of a that movie just mm, yeah, that movie just mm. it wasn't as bad as it needed to be to justify being made. Yeah, it it's it wasn't a so bad it's good type of movie. Yes, it was like, just like man, I was like I literally just saw it and I promised myself I'll never see it again unless I'm with uh, with you know you know who um, <laughs> and then. But it, but again, that still goes to the point where, like, hey, at least they tried, and they at, made a like a, a huge profit off of it. So yeah, they still made a huge profit. They at least they tried, and that's that's all, and that's all you really say. Like, hey, at, at least give at least give like experimental movies. At least give like uh indie like directors and developers a chance mm-hmm. because you may never know like what may be the the next big thing. If you don't try, because and don't forget that Iron Man and the MCU, that was a risk because phase one was not it. If like if you go back in time, phase one outside of like the Avengers movie and like Captain America movie wasn't really like it wasn't special compared to the previous superhero movies. Let's put it like that. Mm hmm. But but Kevin, he did it anyways. And now we got 20 plus years of movies. And so, more to come. Yeah, and and the continuing universe that people care about. So, so yeah, just give them more risk and give them more all that. Uh, but yeah, but I was gonna say, but yeah, and this actually leads into my one of my topics, which I'm like, bro, why'd you start <laughs> off with movies, knowing that mine is gonna be a movie based? <laughs> Let's go into the horror franchise, shall we? Okay, okay. All right, so. As you know, Scream Six came out, and, and me lovey, uh, lovey's some Scream, um, and now we got like Evil Dead Rise that's that's coming out. That's that's like a requel, and Scream Six that's kind of like a requel sequel, or as I call it, a re-sequel, because <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just a sequel to Scream Five, which itself was a requel. But uh, but yeah, and then Evil Dead Rise. I don't know if it's a requel or if it's like 
part in the interconnected verse. We don't know because the movie hasn't released yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but in in the same in the sphere, right? Do you think that orig- like originality in horror, like in terms of the horror movie franchise, is or yeah, the horror movie genre, if you will, is dying because like like here here are just another list of just horror titles that are literally already connected with another franchise. Saw mm-hmm. Ten. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. Let's see. Horror movies releasing. I know Exorcist is getting a remake, I think. It was I think it's a prequel. Like it's a prequel type of deal, but then there's also the Friday the 13th prequel that's apparently releasing, which is like Camp Crystal Lake TV show, right? Yeah, but yeah, that's just the sum of things. But I, but then like as a with the the originality and that is dying. But then you get stuff like the Boogeyman from Stephen King. You got right. uh, what was it, Renfield, which. Can you even count that as a horror movie? It's like a slight comedy. I know Children of the Corn got a remake, which was I, I haven't seen it, but I heard it was trash. Bruh. I, I, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Insidious 5 is coming out. Really? Yeah. Insidious okay. 5. We got The Pope's Exorcist, which is coming out soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Apparently The Nun 2, huh. which is apparently dropping. Let's see. Oh, The Haunted Mansion. Which, oh yes, the Disney one. Yeah, which I'm just which like. I don't know if that's a horror. Eh, that yeah. Sim- similar deal with Renfield. Uh, it's probably gonna be more on the comedy side than anything else. But we got also the Blackening, which I feel like we have to go see. Oh my god, yes, <laughs> yes, the Blackening. All right, all right. You, no, no, we're getting off topic. Getting yes. off topic because uh, black man, that Blackening. I'm, I'm just like, boy. I'm I know like we all gonna go in the theater and it's gonna be nothing but black folk. We gonna be wild. It's gonna be wild. We gonna be dying in there. I'm gonna be sneaking in my food like I always do. Uh yes, I I am fully endorsing it. I don't care. Try to come try to find me. Um but yeah, yeah. Yeah, that the end of the day is like I'm feeling like a lot of these movies, it's not really all too creative except for maybe the blackening because it's either like part of an interconnected franchise or it's over like a character or like a certain trope that you already know about like Renfield mm-hmm. with dracula type of deal right. i feel like because hmm, i know like you mentioned stuff like we just had another Hellraiser movie. Um, Candyman came out a few years ago, like with a remake. Right. Um, I would say, like, again, taking risks. Like, we just got done with the end of a trilogy with uh, Halloween Ends, which we, we had our thoughts on it. Uh, <laughs> but again, we have to take risks. Like, again, Hereditary terrified me in the theaters. Midsommar isn't a horror movie, but it's horrifying in a lot of different ways. Um, and um, just with that, like, take, taking the risk, like, X is another one. Um, oh, X, yeah, Pearl, yeah. X, X Pearl, and Pearl. And then there's another one. I can't remember if it's going to be a sequel or another prequel, but, like, that... Um, I think it's came, a sequel? Yes. I think it's a sequel to X. So, like, with that, um, and just different things. Like, so, like, also a lot of it is based on lore so like the boogeyman and stuff like that so i would say like try different um 
different lores, different cultures, but you kind of can run into the like the the appropriation aspect of it where it's like, okay, we're gonna do like an Asian lore one or the grudge essentially. And it's like, oh, we put Penelope in it and she's in Japan and is getting like haunted by this thing and all the Asian characters die, but Penelope lives at the end. Whereas it's right. kind of like different aspects like that. But if you like put a character in the lore, like pray, it's in a connected universe. But using um, the main character in it, it was so creative. And it's the best Predator movie we've had in such a long time. Um, so just like with that, like I think trying again, um, again with the cultures, it kind of ties into like my initial point, like the woman king. I'm so terrified of like seeing like movies that take place in Africa, like uh, pre-colonialism, because I feel like they won't. They'll treat us more like savages rather than the kings and queens like presented in the movie. But the way that was done was so powerful. And like with horror, like if you can like switch it up, then it's creative. And then also, I think a lot of times with horror, like a terrifier too, like that's a, a gore one. Like it leans more in the gore and it's just like jump scares, jump scares, jump scares. And it's less about the psychological aspects of what makes you afraid. And that I think people need to dig into more. Yeah. Oh, great, great, awesome, awesome stuff, awesome stuff. What, what, what was your second? All right, so the second one. Um, so I kind of wanted to have like a pot on this, but I feel like we could just like kind of have it now. Where do you think the streaming wars are going? Um, it just seems like everything just seems so uh unsustainable at the moment. Like, there's so many streaming services, and a lot of them are like, okay, there are maybe two, three things that I like. And then it's like on another streaming service, there's two, three things that I like. And then like with other and then like, OK, then you have the catalog of back stuff. So there's some like like a peacock where it's just like not a lot on it, but I really love Psych. Um, so like I've been rewatching that. And then I know oh, like Bel Air. Bel Air just dropped um, and different things like that. But, you know, other movies like I saw a cabin knock at the woods, knock at the knock cabin cabin. But like that came out in theaters and stuff like that. Um, there's another movie that when I talk about it in the freak out geek out section that came out on Peacock. But I just feel like with that, that's also hurting originality because there's so because you have to create your own content at this point in order to um, survive. Like a Netflix used to have like every movie that came out in theaters, but and like all the TV shows, but since everyone has like different rights to it, they like stripped away. Like like The Office was a big thing on it took that away uh 30 rock and all those different things psych used to, I, I watched that for the first time on netflix um and that got taken away. so just like different things like that where i think it's hurting but it's also like are we really going to spend 14.99 and then inflation on all these streaming services when you can just get cable or like obviously some people share but like netflix is like oh we're gonna crack down on it if you crack down on it people are not gonna buy a new netflix account but at the same time if they don't do that we saw that almost every streaming service lost money last year uh, in terms of profit. So I don't really know where it's going. Yeah, I don't know either, actually, because like that's actually something I've been thinking about because, uh, you know, as I do like my monthly, uh, you know, budgeting and see like my bills and whatnot. And I just see like, oh, yeah, Disney, Crunchyroll, uh, Disney, Crunchyroll, HBO Max, Amazon Prime. It's like, bro. Yeah, like it's it's starting to creep up there, mostly because like, hey, thankfully I don't pay for Netflix. I I share. Yeah. What they go come after me? They don't know me. 
unless uh, it's the same household. Shh. It ain't. That's the best part. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, but yeah, it's like things are starting to get insane because I don't know if you saw it, but like HBO Max just is removing a bunch of movies this month. Yeah, I don't and, I don't get it. Yeah, and I'm just like, and some of these movies, like these are movies I'd watch or I'd watch on DVD because Yes, I'm still old school like that. Uh, right. I still got my VHS player. Come at you, boy. Nice. Uh, but, but yeah, it's just like, dude, what, like, what's gonna happen? I'm thinking like, what's going to happen if they start releasing more and more streaming services? Because I know there's more than that we didn't mention. Larry's like, I think Apple has their own streaming service. Uh, uh, Paramount Plus. Is yeah, one. Paramount. Which I'm just like, why would I get either of those? <laughs> There's like nothing on those platforms. There's like, like Apple has a few, but it's like once it ends, they don't have anything else. Is the problem? Mm. And then there's also Shutter, which is the horror platform. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't need to pay for that because um, Jeff broke fire stick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for for reasons. Um, but yeah. So, but yeah, I'm just like there is at this point. There's gonna be a problem. Uh. And this problem is going to be basically a war between cable and streaming because eventually, like, both prices are going to even itself out. Exactly. And we're going to have to make a choice. And, yeah, the thing is that, like, with, like, with cable, like, with sports, um, one thing, but, like, even with sports, the sports networks want to have their own streaming services. Like ESPN. Yeah. Like, Disney, like... Disney owns ESPN, so but there's also an ESPN Plus, and then they also own Hulu, which has live sports, and but there's like a Hulu uh, essentially plus. You can get like three of them in a package with the Disney Plus, yeah. but at the same time, it's like, what are we doing? And also, don't forget, like I don't know if you know this, but like they, Disney is considering releasing Hulu. Ooh, well like, they're doing layoffs right now, so that's yeah. the thing. I'm just like, bruh. So just like with the streaming wars again creativity is definitely suffering but like more people are getting into it and the thing with hbo max like you mentioned i believe warner brothers owns john wick and like they took off every john wick movie before john wick 4 comes out which like it doesn't make sense because like people can watch it you can get your streaming numbers up and like there are some times where they take off movies and then they put them back on like godzilla versus kong has been on and off like multiple times which it's it's weird if you own it yeah yeah, some some very questionable decisions right now, if you will. Yeah. So what's your number two? All right. So my number two. We're getting into the Star Wars bag today. Oh, oh, Jamie might be might be mad. Her ears perked up. Oh, nah, she ain't going to be mad at this one because we we ended up talking about this one. Okay. Uh, basically, the topic is where do you think like the current state of star wars is going do you think like there's too much of it do you think there's not enough because don't forget like like in the case of star wars like we got the bad batch which literally just ended with season two Mm -hmm. and and if they i'm and just so you don't get any spoilers the way they ended it basically implies a season three has to happen Mm -hmm. and then you got mandalorian Mm-hmm. And with the way Mandalorian went down, you and you know, like Ahsoka is still happening, Acolytes happening, Andor season two, 
Andor Season 2, Jedi Survivor. And, and another possible trilogy. Yeah, I, I don't even know if that trilogy is still happening anymore because there's been no news on it. But mm-hmm. but yeah, you're just seeing like a bunch of just properties coming in and in kind of similar to how Marvel kind of just well, we know what well, makes sense because Disney, Disney, but well, like you just see like a bunch of things just get announced, but then you hear high nor hair of any of it. And it's also making me think. Oh yeah, I forgot the all the comics in there because it's like Star uh, Wars. There's also going to be another Visions uh, season. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. But yeah, I was saying like there's a Star Wars. There's like a Darth Vader comic. There's actually a Yoda comic, a Han Solo comic. There's like a new characters comic. You got Doctor Afra. You got like all of the High Republic, which is I yeah. think at least five on its own. Some by Marvel and actually some by Dark Horse, which I'm like, bro, how? Uh, like houseway. But uh but yeah, I'm just like here, like, do you think we're about to get we're getting overcrowded with uh Star Wars, maybe diminishing returns? And and like with the way things are going, are we leading up to the sequel trilogy? Or are we just like kind of keeping that, just scrubbing that away? Well, I feel like there's stuff that I've heard about the Mandalorian where like that one, like the weakest rated episode of the season so far is like with the doctor is teasing. That's how Palpatine essentially cloned himself. Yeah. I don't know. It could, it could not be who knows, but um, I definitely think like I've seen l- less of a love for it. Uh, there are moments where nostalgia based, like an Obi-Wan, like people love that a lot because of, you know, Obi-Wan being back Hayden, Hayden Pat Christensen. Christensen, sir. Christensen, my B, relax. Uh, so Hayden Christensen coming oh, back as Darth Vader. Um, what was the, like, Andor, like, really, really took off because it was so different um, with that. And then I love the anime visions one. Like, those episodes were just absolutely sick. But I do feel like the the one problem with Star Wars is that a lot of its properties are centered around set points. So... Mm-hmm. The original trilogy episodes four through six and then episodes one through three. Every show so far outside of the um, sequels serves the purpose of like those movies. So it's like, okay, episodes one through three, how do like it takes place between uh, three and four? How do we get to episode four? Or it's like, okay, how do we get to like episode one? And like just like that. And then even with the Mandalorian taking place after. After, after the six. after six, potentially serving into the new trilogy, which may or may not get retconned, who knows? But I, because like also with the Mandalorian, I have seen like less glowing reviews overall about the season. Yeah, it started with that Doctor episode, but it's like kind of continued on from there. So I think we're like in a point where it's just like again, give us something original, but at the same time. Star Wars lives on nostalgia and more, which is what like is sustaining it at the moment. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Because uh it's like I don't know if you remember this, but like with the Ahsoka show, that's literally just the next season of Rebels, basically, mm-hmm. because you got easy you got the casting of everybody from that show. Yet you, you see one of the characters appear in Mandalorian. Mm. Uh, again, I'm not spoiling who, uh, <laughs> in case people haven't seen it yet, somehow. Um, but 
and then it's literally following up as to like what happened at the end of Rebels, and also Hayden Christensen's appearing in there. So we see him more of a Big Daddy V, but that's like, w- but again, I'm just like, mm, that's a lot. That's a lot. Which, which we're gonna love it because Ahsoka is literally one of the top five, top ten uh, most popular Star Wars characters. But at the same time, it's like you can only go up to episode again four five and six which she's not necessarily in so it's a set point yeah that's why i'm just here like all right so i'm thinking like okay so in terms of like let's say they finish all of that out right where do you go do we want to go far future or far past i want to see the high republic honestly just because i feel like nobody knows it unless you're like a super star wars fan no one knows enough about it and with the going into the far future which i would like to see it has to be something that makes sense because you can't go seven through nine again with like lacking any originality and like having um another stand-in nazi army like we can't do that again um because when we got to episode nine stuff just didn't make sense and it really felt like people were just pulling things out of their behind so Mm, yeah yeah, agreed, agreed. Uh, though I do kind of want to see more of the old Republic era than the High Republic because I feel like High that's what Repu- I meant to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I'm saying like, because when you said High Republic, I'm like, sir, High <laughs> Republic is literally just them doing the old Republic only 200 years before episode one rather than 4,000. Whoever has Darth Revan is what I want to see. Okay, good, good. At least we're on board with that one. That's all I care about. Uh, give me, give me Keanu Reeves as Revan. Make it happen. Make it happen. In fact, wait. If I remember correctly, Keanu Reeves said he wanted to join either, either Marvel or Star Wars. Hold on, let me double check on I that. I believe he wanted to be Ghost Rider for Marvel. Hold up. He said he he just wants to join the MCU. And this was 11 days ago. Okay, so. I definitely saw something before that, though. Yeah, this like 11 days ago. You say like, oh, yeah, I want to. I actually would want to join the MCU. I'm like, please, please, yeah. just, just let it happen. Revan. Revan, Revan Reeves. <laughs> Keanu Revan. All right. So anything else or should we get into our sponsor for the day? No, nah, I think we think we covered everything. All right, let's get it. Today's sponsor is the is the Dunder Mifflin uh, is the Dunder Mifflin Office of Papers. If you want to if you want to get all of your all your paper supplies for your offices and and for all your friends and just for your printer at home, come to Dunder Mifflin today. And you and if you come to our our executive office you get to experience just the love and joy that each of our employees uh share with one another such as pam and jim michael and dwight stanley and nobody so please come join dunder mifflin today oh we're back in it so with this being one of our last episodes of the season and next week being a review Thought it would be first good time uh, to have our first conversation on will there be a season three in Blurred City? Uh, So this, listeners, is our very first discussion on it. I have no idea what he's going to say. He has no idea what I'm going to say. I barely know what I'm going to say. So uh, with that, 
Um, let's get to it. So we can start with like what we really liked about season two. Oh yeah. I I think what I liked about season two was just all the guest casts and just how we were able to like incorporate more people into the inner into the citizenry of Blurred City. And just I, I wasn't gonna take it that far, but uh all right, yep, join the cult that is Blurred City. And then we just uh and just having a fun time overall. I really like that. I really like the uh just how yeah, just how much we we bonded, we've just had laughs, we had some arguments like today, but uh <laughs> or just random chicanery that happens as typical for any family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really the guest was definitely in the fun. We had a lot of guests uh season two compared to season one. Uh definitely fun people that like we know, people that like uh either of us haven't met before, uh like where one of us knows them and then like bring them on. The interview with Jay was really fun. Um the the sports tournament was absolutely just bananas. Uh that that that, that was one of my favorite episodes. Still getting flack uh, about that to this day. <laughs> from who i'll I'll tell you off <laughs> dope 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 but yeah that was fun just like seeing different aspects of our personalities like really grow um with that that has been like absolutely fine getting into our thoughts with that and just like something to look forward to uh since we started it's kind of been like and not an anchor that's not the word i'm looking for but definitely a lifeline uh for me in certain aspects of just like outside of work outside of my writing something fun that I can look forward to on the weekends to just do for an hour or two hours and then just like chop it up, have good laughs and stuff. So that's definitely been like hype. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Enjoy that as well. So like any other favorite episodes? Oh man. Favorite episodes uh, besides the, besides the sports episode. Oh my gosh. Uh, let's see. Uh, I say the, mm, that's a tough one. I would probably say the Andor episodes mm. with, with Miss Jamie because of again mine her chicanery like just our back and forth is perhaps the perhaps one of the most interesting interactions of all time yeah cyril cyril got buried <laughs> yeah he 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 got put un, under the gulag uh but and then i would say like another one would actually be would actually probably be the john wick episode because of the fact that we got a three peat with uh Averpuff Samurai as well as chicanery with our with the the true the, one. <laughs> yes, with with the true. One. <laughs> Yo, but oh man, but those are just some of my favorite highlights. I mean, I enjoyed like every single episode because something ends up happening that just has me dying, right? Physically yeah. or emotionally or internally. Yeah. Outside of the sports up, like, again, I like them as well. Outside of the sports one, which is but absolute bananas where we were in terrorists, entering through the green door, I think in terms of nerddom for both of us, the way we love the Hulk and that storyline, uh, talking about that was super fun. The X-Men conversation we had that then led into the draft. Oh, yes! The draft that I clearly won! <laughs> that, that, that we got bodied was absolutely fun. Yes, y'all should have known better than to come after me. That 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 was something different. And then the Vegeta episode again, nerdum. I really want to do more character studies. Uh, but it's just like yeah, we have movies and stuff to do. But that's definitely one. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And how did I forget the? How did I forget about the Vegeta episode? That is, 
Mm, mm, shame on me. Shame on me <laughs> as a fan. All right. So then we can transition into challenges that in terms of like a season three that pop up. Oh, oh, the challenges that we faced or the challenges that we're going to face. I say oh, you can do both. Yeah. Well, I say like the main challenge that we clearly faced were the technical issues. Uh, like, like here's a little here's a little uh, the pulling back the curtain, y'all. Here's a little thing. So the firstly, there's the fact that the program that we are using to, you know, for recording and all that jazz, because we initially d- did it in person. Mm-hmm. And however, unfortunately, the program that we use, you know, to record, decided to want to say peace out. Uh, oh yeah, so- we did lose an episode because, well, part of an episode because of that. Yeah, we basically lost an episode because of that, and as such, we change we transitioned to another platform. Which I'm just like, actually, this kind of works better because I'm legit still uh in my PJs and all that nonsense. But <laughs> but in terms of other challenges, right, that we faced, of course, there was the whole where are our edits at. Um, so like, and this is actually the same program because. Like initially we used this one program for both recording and editing, and now we're just using it exclusively for editing. Turns out that uh apparently we can't have two people like logged in at the same time or something like that. At least that's how I'm explaining it because we don't know why it happens. But I, I don't understand it. Yeah. But like each time one of us does the changes and we save it, whoever the other person who logs in doesn't see the changes so we're just like yo wow but it's weird because we didn't have this issue for the longest time um until like i would say like maybe a month month and a half ago for season two where it just like started this and like like you can log out and then got it but when you give it back to me and i do the same thing it's just weird so it's like a lot of like editing downloading making sure this like matches and stuff like that so I would say one thing, like the software would definitely need to change if it doesn't change. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And that's like the main primary challenge that like I face because I've I find like the recording recording it and doing all that is good and fun. I'm just like the only thing I really dread is when it gets to the editing process because of the software. I'm just like, please let there please let the changes be there. Please let it be there. Cause if not I'm gonna be an unhappy camper, uh, but yeah, that's mainly it for my end. Yeah, I would say one thing that's hmm, other than that, that because that was definitely tough. Uh, schedule planning out there. Are, oh yeah, there are definitely times, especially when we have guests on, where it's just like when we have to record it, and then since we both edit, like it's going to be very tight. Um, and just, again, we both have jobs and different aspects of things that we're going on. So like, cause our one episode, essentially we may or may not end up doing is because like one of my guests just had to keep pushing stuff back and it was like during the holiday season. And then like, we already planned out season two completely. So it was kind of hard to fit it in. So that's definitely been a challenge. And yeah, so that was tough. And then another thing is this burnout. I think that like, that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, with both of us like both of us have jobs you know you're prepping for being a lawyer and aspects of that um and then other responsibilities that i know you have and then other responsibilities that i don't know that you have 
um, with that. And, and then responsibilities I don't know I have. <laughs> yes. And then again, just me like work um, and then writing. So with me this week, I will have finished my first draft of uh, my sequel book to Phantom Pains, which I'm super excited for because I finally got to write a part that I've been waiting years to write. That editing process is going to be bananas. Uh, So I absolutely hate editing books. But uh, yeah, with that, I know this being a sequel, it's going to be harder. And there's also a book, a mystery book that I finished that I'm trying to get published uh, traditionally. So I kind of have to be like searching. I'm in the agent searching process, which has been a challenge. Um, So it's just kind of both of that. And then I am already have the story plotted out for my third book in the a regular tale series. And then I also want to do a sequel. Well, a new trilogy. So it's just like a lot with that where balancing it out with the pot can be challenging. And then other things that we both kind of, you know, life, like you mentioned, like things that we don't know we have coming up. And then engagement is one thing where it's just like not trying to be obsessed with numbers, but like just like getting an active fan base, getting like the discord popping, uh, nail bags and different things like that. Patreon. Mm -hmm. Uh, So like balancing, like how much do we like give attention to this Uh, in order for engagement? What do we just kind of let go? Um, I know we discussed like a gaming channel and things like that, but that's something else. So definitely burnout because there are definitely times where I'm just like, not necessarily recording. I usually have energy, but like once it starts with the editing, it's just like, oh, I could be doing so much other things now. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. Uh, and I think like that's just something that happens in terms of just the entire process, uh, especially like if you're doing it for like an extended period of time. Um, and it's definitely something like I don't want to happen. I don't want it for anybody to happen, especially for you. So like when it comes to that, I think like uh, there there are like there there are reasons we're taking breaks in between there there are reasons and it's partially not just because of scheduling but also because we are we're just humans i i i may seem like i'm a i'm a bundle of energy but that's only when i when i absolutely need it and i can't exude that energy 24 hours a day seven days a week because that's draining on a guy and it will kill you uh yes. and it will kill me so i i ain't trying to die at the at the before i reach the age of 89 uh <laughs> and and yes 89 is a very specific number uh but but that's just a benchmark but hey uh but yeah so just just when it comes to that there's there's a reason we take breaks there's a reason we we leave y'all wanting more yeah and I think with engagement as well, like taking breaks, I know like um, when we took a break between season one, season two, you know, obviously listeners are going to kind of mildly drop in that aspect of it. So like if we take a break or whether we decide to just like stop completely, then like, again, there's going to be a drop between season two, season three, if we do that. But also just kind of, I know like one thing, like every podcaster in our aspect of it, you know, we're not like famous people that are now deciding to do a podcast and we have that fan base that we're pulling in like we're ground zero out the mud as they say Mm -hmm. um so one thing that i always see through a lot of podcasters is like you just have to be consistent and keep pushing through and fighting so like we haven't even hit a year yet and but i think like the engagement that we've gotten so far and just like the fun that we've had the conversations that we've had through it have been like definitely uplifting in aspects of that uh so with that, what would we hope to do in a hypothetical season three? Oh man, so in a potential season three, uh, this is pra- 
I perhaps like would want to see again like more of the interview types. Uh, you know, like like how we did with Jade in her book. Yeah, so like stuff like okay, yeah, blurt blur without fear. I'm calling you out, uh, brothers, because we want to get you on here. Our schedules ain't lining up. Um, but an internet city, Aaron, Mikey, I'm calling you y'all two out as well to to come on this podcast. And you know what, Ethan and Griffin from the Supple Boys, I'm calling both of y'all to come on this show too. Uh, yeah. So like, I ha- actually like ended up cultivating just good relationships, friendships. Oh yeah, Chad Larson from uh Death Stroud, I'm need you uh, on here as well. Uh, <laughs> I like I've cultivated like try to foster relationships and friendships with folks so that way i well you know just because i'm a friendly guy and also like i enjoy their stuff and like i would love for them to show up on the podcast and i definitely would would love to get their insights on just everything so yeah yeah that's one thing i i wanted to definitely look look out for yeah i definitely want to collab with other podcasts that's one thing um that i want to do like like you know maybe like a nerd trivia thing or just like a we hop on your podcast for a movie review and then you hop on our podcast for a movie review type stuff or like do a like a blurred city draft versus like their team and we're like conferring and stuff like that uh that's definitely something that i want to see just like growing it and then there are some reactors that i want to get to but Oh man, you know, just like reaching out, that's like that big step. Oh, oh, your boy Roshi, I'm coming at you, my guy. Bro, I want to get Struggle Nation on the pods. Again, I know all of us, we're going to DreamCon. I will see y'all. Blue Raya, come at me. (laughs) So, yeah, just like aspect. Oh, there's one that, um, it's, I forget. It's like AO Laxzone, um, but he like does uh what he he does reactions to anime, but he got me into Ace of Diamond, and I really want to like talk about that. So that's something that I would love to do. More guests. Uh there's one segment that we um busted out on our Patreon for the fan four stick, and I really want to do that with the uh, high priestess uh of Ferrix, but it's based on the trilogy of the Star Wars. That episode would be peak. <laughs> He's mulling it over, the listeners. He's mulling it over. Make that episode one. I don't know. It can't episode. be. It can't be episode one because if we were to come back, it's going to be around uh, Guardians. Dang it! Dang exactly. It. That's the issue. Like that's another challenge. Like there are so many movies that are coming out uh, between May and let's just say August uh, for the initial phases, and like deciding which ones we want to do and which ones we don't want to do might be a challenge okay you know what i'm all right it's fine because we already got a request for a guest for that one if we do come back then show right we do so we can't skip it we show right we do all right so yeah um anything else you would love to do uh oh man uh let's see besides getting more let's get like more three peats because having Afrobuff Samurai come for three for three time is like that that's an achievement. Uh I, I need more more folks to hop on that uh bandwagon as well. We got one two time, I believe. We either have one or two two time guests. I know Autumn was definitely a two time guest. Uh so yeah, Autumn was a two timer. Uh yeah, and then and then Afrobuff was the only three timer. And that's I think that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, we we need to get uh the folks to we need to get more citizens of the, more people of the citizenry to 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 join us for two peats, three peats, five peats, 
senior correspondent positions. <laughs> mm. Yep. Yep. Uh, also, perhaps like more discussions on just games. Uh, yes, absolutely. Because like I feel like that's not like an area we didn't talk about enough. Because uh, again, like we have like a time, yeah. yeah, we have like a million and a half different topics and a million and a half of other things that in the nerd culture that's coming out. So hey, more gaming topics definitely would would be down for that as well. I want to do more character studies uh, because I feel like we have a like oh incredible conversations when we do character studies. Like I want to do a two part Naruto character study. Like that's one thing I want to do. I know you mentioned like a Zuko one that we could do, which would be just like fire. Um, <laughs> we got to talk about cartoons. That's one that I've talked to a friend with. We have not touched on cartoons, which is like the first second tier of scoring that we mentioned. Like oh, we, we haven't talked about cartoons one time yet. I thought, oh, wow, we actually didn't. That's crazy. Not one time. So, yeah, that's something I want to discuss. All right. All right. Definitely. Definitely. And then, uh, of course, anything dealing with uh, Rogue, me being the the Rogue Jedi performer, that will be, hey, we can have like more discussions on that. We have two two cons coming up, like at minimum over the summer. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to be busy. Yeah, that's the the issue. Burnout. I'm going to (laughs) die. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah also more mail well i would love for mailbags to be like we could get like a question every week or every two week or be able to like do it more um frequently and then i think and then the gaming channel which we kind of have to figure out so yeah yeah for sure for sure all right i think that about covers it uh in terms of when we will decide let's leave it for a week mull it over and then we'll let you know listeners you can let us know if you want a season three don't don't hound us i promise you we will go on a blocking spree <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah if you want a season three just let us know we're we got a lot to consider let's put it like that so mm-hmm. yep so uh hey we ain't gonna leave you hanging for too long but uh we ain't go- we are gonna leave you just hungry enough for more nice so Another segment that we kind of want to get more popping with like uh, listeners, the freak out geek out segment has returned. And this is one that I was going to do last week, but we had to do the get it off your chest. Uh, but recently, again, we mentioned on Peacock, Puss uh, in Boots, The Last Wish is so good. <laughs> it's so good, people. I I did not think it would be this good. Like, I I did not not that i didn't want to see it i was like i don't really want to see another strike esque movie because the last few strikes that came out were kind of like bad uh needless to say and were like money grabs but puss and boots the last wish it was like just so deep like it was deep on a level that i didn't think and like it really affected me um just like the lesson at the end where it's just like not to swallow but it's like man if i could have all these wishes in life uh but this is what I need to appreciate. And then like even like uh, Kitty, Kitty Tupasapos, like her arc where she just wanted what she wanted and then getting that uh, uh, Pepito, uh, just like his like uh, <laughs> uh, his not really an arc, but like his just character throughout the movie was like really loved, loving. And then Puss in Boots, his arc was just like, wow, I'm a fight for this life. I appreciate it not to get too deep. And then the one that really, really hit me was Goldie and the yes. three bears. That one hit me so hard. Where is this like, wow. Like, I'm not going to spoil, but people, that is such a great movie. 
like it blew me away. It definitely blew me away. I, I see your reaction. What do you got? Oh my lord. Oh my oh my lord, this movie. Okay, let's talk about it, right? Because this movie was it had no business being as good as it was. Right. Like, okay, so here's my thing. Like, I did not care much, if at all, for Puss in Boots. Like, anything past Shrek 2, I did not care about. Yes. But but this movie was everything. Firstly, that Attack on Titan animation. Yes. I'm like, oh, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, boy, no way, boy. Boy, no way. Bruh. Did I get Mappa? Did I get Wit Studio Bruh. to do this? I saw your boy Roshi react to it, and I thought it was the end of the movie, and it wasn't. Oh, it was not. That was the killer. That was the killer bit. But speaking of killer, let's talk. Let's talk about him. Let's talk about him. The oh biggest gosh. villain. He is a real one. He legit. And the fact is that as a villain, he was terrifying. Yes. I'm just here like, this is not for kids. This a little can't be for kids. Embodiment of death. Yeah. I am death straight up. <laughs> Bro, when he said that, he was like, it's not literal. It's not metaphorical. <laughs> I am death. Death straight up. Wait, wait. No, 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 no. Wait. What is this? Live splashing board before your eyes. Pick it up. <laughs> Pick it up. I'm like, no, no. Bro. I was gonna rock with him. Mans was fed up with puss and birds. And you know what even the best word is? Like, I rewatched that movie so many times just to see him in the background. Because you can see him in the background for like most of the movie. Yeah. Like, hey, like, hold on. Is that is that my boy Deck? <laughs> Chilling in the cut. He just he just out here sipping on his wine. He waiting for Puss and Boost to be caught lacking. Hey, what's that new saying you got? <laughs> We're rumblings and humblings. Oh, get rumbled. Stay humbled, my friends. Bro, and the way they had like his his first stand up on the scenes, like, uh, see, I'm not trying to spoil, but the Goldie story arc by the time it ended almost had me in tears. Because I was like, wow, the pain that they felt and just like, nah. <laughs> don't, don't forget how our, our favorite pup was lying on puss when uh Yo, that happened. Bruh, that was so like, oh my no god. No words. And I'm just here like <laughs> And then like we gotta talk about Jack Horner. That's oh yeah, Jack. That that was a fun villain. Because <laughs> he did his baker's dust and dirty. Oh man, Jack is out of line this movie. <laughs> he was out of line and I was here for it. Bro, the part with like the thing that was on his like his conscience. I mean, no. we... <laughs> oh god. But yes, Puss in Boots, the last wish. It's not you don't have to have like kids around you to watch it. Like it if you're an adult, it will impact you in a lot of different ways. It was incredible movie. I, I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it too. And also just know that even though it's called Puss and Bust the Lash Wish, you do not need to see any of the other movies to to get this one. Mm-hmm. I would even, say Oh, there's like a quick it wasn't even a reference. It just showed, you know, Shrek and Donkey for like a split second. Yeah, so like literally 
if you want like a movie watching order for this, you can do Shrek, Shrek to this. Yes, absolutely. So, so yeah, that's. Oh man, Th- thank you for that geek out freak out because I'm I'm in my feelings right now, <laughs> bro. If we if we could actually spoil the things we could talk about, but yes. Um. So with that, we are wrapping up this episode completely at random. But um. Yes. What recommendations do you have? Oh man. So for some recommendations, uh, of course I say Love Is Blind, which is on Netflix. Uh, obviously, and then <laughs> in terms of just. Uh, other things that come out, watch Push and Boots. I mean, do it. Let's see. <laughs> then, and then when Evil Dead Rise drops, I say watch it. Uh, if it may or may not be good, still watch it because it's an Evil Dead movie. You're gonna mm-hmm. have a fun time, especially if you're into gore like me. Uh, or you, and then also, uh, as we mentioned, like all of our guests, like hey, watch Blurred Without F- Fear, which on youtube watch your boy roshi watch blue raya watch uh sylvanas watch struggle yeah, nation watch struggle nation watch klc press uh especially when they're doing their live streams on discord because your boy's always part of them and i always be out of pocket uh but yeah that's some of mine also your boy rock lee and then your boy uh what is it ao lag zone i i'm so sorry i'm not pronouncing it correctly but you can check that out as well um i'll do more recommendations of like april movies later like next week but suzume when that comes out if you love anime your name weathering with you type movies go check that out uh so yeah with that next week season finale might be the series finale we're going to do Super Mario Brothers and we're going to have a good time with it. Yeah. And now it's time for our plugs. So, of course, we got ourselves our Instagram and our Twitter, which is at Blurred City 22. You know, give us a follow, like our posts and our messages and stay updated on our on our notifications. We got ourselves our YouTube and our Twitter under Blurred City Pod, especially for the Patreon. You can give yourself a little bit of cheddar and then have access to exclusive episodes additionally we have ourselves our discord which is also linked in our instagram you click on that link or you copy that link into your onto your favorite uh your favorite explorer of choice and you get to hey join this amazing citizenry in this community and then also we have ourselves our email address which is blurredcity22 at gmail.com which is where you submit your geek out freak outs like we just did also random fan theories OVA questions and all that good chicanery and then finally for our personal I have my TikTok which is the rogue jedi 21 but then also the other big thing is I also have another podcast uh titled the ravens of everkeep which is a KLC podcast found on YouTube. And it is where you can, you know, learn about the the comic called Vanish. And you get to just listen about that, see like the different insights that me and my other three co-hosts have, and just have a fun time with that. We have the first two episodes out already. So, hey, it'll be a quick and fast uh, listen to when you're doing your daily errands. So what you got? Yeah, I forgot one other challenge we have for season three is that you're currently having an affair with another podcast. So, you know, we're in the seeing other people phase of our relationship. Wait, wait, wait. It, it ain't even like that. <laughs> it's just a it's just a podcast triangle. 
Wait, wait, what's the third one? It says a podcast triangle. Me, Blurred City, and Ravens of Everkeep. <laughs> yes, fighting for affection and stuff like that. So for my personal uh, pages, again, TikTok is it's, it's struggling. Oh, oh yeah. So the Rogue Jedi 21 on TikTok, that might not be a thing anymore. <laughs> All right. So uh, for my personal author pages, uh, it's Mitri underscore dash. So M-E-T-R-I underscore D-A-S-H. Uh, my Twitter at the Mad Dash 16. And if you want to check out my book, Phantom Pains, The Most Regular Tale, that's on Amazon. Planning the sequel to release late 2023, early 2024. So I am back on track with that once I finish my draft. Uh, so anything else? Oh, words of encouragement. Yeah, I was about to say, dang, we just not going to end people. Uh, it's, crazy. Been, it's, been, it's been a lot, man. All <laughs> it's right, a random so, episode. Yeah, yeah. So in terms of my words of encouragement is that burnout is a legitimate thing. Uh, whether it's you're doing things in your daily life and you feel like you're not able to give it your all and you feel like you are... You, you or you feel like you've given everything and there's not much left to give, then it's perfectly okay to take a break. Take a break for a little while, get yourself to reset, recharge, and if necessary, you may have to leave what you're doing outright if you can, because if not, then you're only risking your own mental health, which is something we do not want. Yes, for me, uh, this ties into my first uh, random rumination, along with uh, one of the things that we mentioned earlier as well. But really appreciate the life that you have right now. Um, There could be multiple timelines. There are multiple things that you could say that you wish you would have done that you could be doing that should, quote unquote, be doing uh, or that just like you randomly think about. But man, if you just miss if you miss the life that you have, the people around you. Uh, that really care about you like you can actually see how they care about you if you don't think they have people that you have people that care about you there are people that will care about you in one aspect or another so just really appreciate that you have um grass isn't always greener but also man just just really take the time to like appreciate what you have so like we always say it's not goodbye forever so it's goodbye for now and that's the bird city podcast See ya later.